Today, on Press B to Cancel, sound design and its effect on the video gaming experience. Press B to Cancel. All right. So today we are talking about sound design, you know, sound effects, soundtracks, and uh, their effect, positive or negative, on any number of games, and how that affects the overall experience of said game. Today, uh, I am hosting Werewolf, and I am joined by Pulse 109 Hello. And GP, Guy Prime. Hi, Poppy. Ooh. I mean, hello. Good to see you, fellas. How we doing? You can see us? Oh, crap. I never turned on the video this time. To the dress? Oh, no. <laughs> don't. No, don't do that to me. God. So, music, games. <laughs> uh, sure GP's seen a few of those. <laughs> games? Yes. Yes! Exactly. I've been known to see games. Partake in the gameage. Yes. Hello, fellow young. <laughs> Hello, fellow. Can't even say it. <laughs> fellow teenagers. I mean, GP does have the, uh, the, the look of a more handsome Steve Buscemi. So. <laughs> I don't know if that was a compliment or shade. I don't either. Either way, it's well executed. <laughs> and I take issue with that. I think Steve Buscemi. Is a more handsome me. Fair. Okay. He was around first, so. Oh, that's true. Anyways, what are we talking about? Anyways, Music, yeah. games, <laughs> but anyways. Yeah. But anyways. So, I am of the opinion to, or of that, uh, a good game can be really bogged down by bad sound design. A bad soundtrack, bad sound effects, any of that. And a bad game can be brought up, although less than brought down by the sound effects and stuff, by those same things. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I've played some good games that just got ruined. Adventure Island! <clears throat> that got ruined by the, the sound design. How about you? Oh, yes. All I'm thinking of right now is the last level of Castlevania Three because it's like an eight-second loop. And I had to repeat that level many 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 times <laughs> it's not that it was bad it was just it's literally like an eight second loop and that's it well i'm trying to think of a good example here zelda 2 man everyone complains about the game and but the music's fucking sick getting uh stepping a little bit out of retro but also reaching back to retro at the same time i'd like to use Mega Man 11 as an example I feel like Mega Man 11 was actually a pretty good game, although it lacked the proper sound design of a pre of previous Mega Man entries. The music wasn't even bad. It just wasn't catchy. I I couldn't hear a tune from Mega Man 11 and go, oh yeah, that's Mega Man. Like, even now, I wouldn't even recognize it as Mega Man 11 unless I was told. Same with the sound design. The sound design was so different. The sound effects just did not feel like Mega Man sound effects. They fit, 
the visuals just fine, but why they they didn't even have any callback sound effects. Like picking up an extra life didn't even have that same sort of sound. It made a different sound entirely. Yeah, that that would throw me off. I haven't played it, and it's been a long time since I've seen any of my friends streaming it. But yeah, I can totally, I can totally see that. If if you change the noise from when you're picking up health, and you're almost dead, and you hear that kind of noise, well, you know you're like, oh, thank God. And even though the sound design wasn't necessarily bad, just being not up to snuff with the rest of the franchise, I felt like it was one of the biggest missteps of Mega Man Eleven. And it didn't have a lot of missteps. I felt like it was a decent game. But had the sound design been more up to snuff with the rest of the franchise, I think it would have been a lot better. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, my favorite thing about Mega Man games is the music. I'm not a huge fan of them. I loved them more as a kid. I I still like watching them. I still like playing them, but I don't go crazy over them. But somebody's playing it, and I have it on in the background. I'm like, oh, yes. I, I, I take pride in being able to identify random level music. Even Mega Man 7, it was not a good game, but the, the sound design was there. The music was awesome. The sounds fit with what you expected out of a Mega Man game. And that was the first entry for the mainline franchise, going from NES to Super NES. Yeah, I can see that. I'm trying to think of more examples outside of this just becoming a Mega Man episode, because... No, no, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I, I took a decent Mega Man entry and brought it down with the sound design, and then I took a bad one and brought it up. You know, I see what you're doing. I see what. Okay, I get it. I think that's it's any time that you take a a game that is so iconic or um, beloved. I mean, really, Mega Man is one of those things. Not to make it a Mega Man stream, but along that line, that train of thought, or you, you can even use like the jumping sounds. Let's say from Mario. They've kept that sound effect consistent enough over the past 30 years that if you were to change it with, like, you know, really anything else, people would be like, that doesn't feel right. Something is off. Something is, you know. So I agree. I, I That's a good point. Yeah, like, if you're going to take that and same thing with Mario, if you're, like, picking up a coin, you know that noise. Boing! You know that same exact noise it's changed over the years slightly but at the same time you know when you're playing a game or someone's playing a mario game or mario sorry for you americans um it's just so iconic if you replace it with like a popping noise or something or even the mega man pickup noise <laughs> it's, it's gonna <laughs> feel weird like you, it's that iconic and that's i think that's the true testament to how important sound is not just music but sound effects and it's a very yeah. unsung hero I don't know if my memory is failing me here, but I'm pretty sure they didn't use the Mario jump sound effect in Mario 64. I thought it was just the oh ah oh yeah the the noise effects yeah yeah <laughs> sorry that's sort of like Mario getting goosed in the shower <laughs> and you'd know because <laughs> <laughs> yeah they'll stop as soon as somebody complains is what they said <laughs> no but. I, I would think if you were to replace an iconic, identifiable noise with something other than that, it could completely change the thing. Never mind the fact that, like, if you had the 19th installment in a franchise and decided to change it, that would suck. But do you think that Zelda would have taken off if every time Zelda found an item, instead of the, like, do-do-do-do, it was like, here we go! <laughs> or something silly, you know? <laughs> 
don't don't use my voice there. Like maybe patch in something else. Like uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, but <laughs> that's the idea. Is <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I like the idea of this episode because it transcends just the music. It's it's the like you said, the sound design. Anything that we know to be true about a game without consciously thinking, I like that sound. You know, think about this. Donatello's bow staff strike from the original Ninja Turtles. Don't really know what they used to make that sound. Never heard it in nature after that game. But if it's not in that game, I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Whoosh sort of thing, right? Whoosh. Yeah, it kind of has that yeah, feel like said, of you it's... hitting, like, actually swinging a staff or... An oversized broom handle in the air. You get that. For all the bad things about Final Fantasy 13, it was not the game mechanics that broke me. It was the sound design. You know what? I there's. I, it's been a long time. I played through that one once, and I never went back to it. Uh, the sound never struck me as anything bad or good, because it's a Final Fantasy game. But I just. Uh, like the story threw me off so much that I didn't care. So I was I was kind of checked out with most of the story. For the majority of the characters, I didn't care. The only character I even cared remotely about was Saj. Because at least I could relate to this guy who was trying to save his kid, you know? I think it was Saj. Maybe it was Saz. I don't know. Needs more Saz. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm about 20 hours into the game, and I'm in the prison sequence prison break and i don't know what possessed them to decide everything that you do during that whole sequence needs to have the alarm sirens going off but the siren is never ending it plays in battle it plays in cutscenes. it plays as you're running around the only time you get a break from it is when you actually go to the the inventory menu (laughs) we get it we're in trouble yes i don't i I dealt with about 90 to 120 minutes of that alarm, and I still wasn't seeing the end of this place. That's where I threw in the towel. <laughs> so for everything I don't like about Final Fantasy thirteen, it was the sound that killed me. Okay, I'm going to think of an example. I want to discuss this one because this game is janky as all hell, but I know people who love it, swear by it. I can't play it. I, I, I can't do it. The music starts out amazing, but it has the same problem as the Final Fantasy, or sorry, the Final Fantasy, the final level in Castlevania Three, where it's just this way too short a loop, and there's no actual progression in the music. Final, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. that song starts out really cool, and then you realize that's the entire song, and you're like, oh <laughs> crap! And it takes like I love that, but I mean, when you're going through, and that's the entire like, it doesn't change. You know, that's that's the basic, you're either inside music in like a cabin or the cave or whatever, or outside, and that's it. And it's such a good it, Isn't tune. it all 23 second loops or something? It's not Just even everywhere that. you go? It's not even that. I think it's it's like 15 tops. But <laughs> it, it was just, like, it's just enough, like, the game is janky as all hell. And, you know, that's, I, I, I want to say it comes to be expected with a lot of Nintendo era games because there was a lot of jank in some games. But also, you know, my standards have changed over the years. But that one was especially, like, I think that's what I like the most about the game besides the fact that it's a Friday the 13th game because I used to be a huge fan. Now I'm just like, I like the music. I kind of want to, like, see someone cover it 
and expand on it because it would be cool. Hmm. Okay, well, when you pitched the uh, the idea for this, there was one game that came to mind, and I'm like, do I save this for an ace up my sleeve and be like, no, you're all wrong. Here is the winner slash loser of this conversation because they're kind of the same thing. Or do I want to open with this and just take the wind out of everybody's sails because nobody can top this? Are you guys ready? Have I, have I adequately uh, hyped it up? Here it is. 1942. <laughs> okay, if you're not familiar with 1942, it is a top-down, uh, I guess, shmup, but it's basically, you know, vertical scrolling instead of side-to-side. Side. You're playing, you're looking down on your airplane, and there's, you know, power-ups, but it's essentially 1942, you know, World War II bomber missions or whatever. So, yeah. great game, very smooth gameplay, everything is great. Power-up systems, phenomenal. Responsiveness of controls, smooth as shit. Soundtrack, it's a giant middle finger. It's beeps. That's all it is. It's a series of beeps that I don't know if it's supposed to be Morse code, but it's a fucking insult. <laughs> the I, I've played through the game one time while listening to it. Every other time, without exaggeration, I've put on a CD or... You know, just background noise. It, it could be the screaming rubber chickens, if you guys have seen those videos. I don't care, but anything and everything is better than 1942 soundtrack. Love the game, hate the music, hate the noise. Everything audibly about that game, or audio-wise, is terrible. See, these are the things that exactly what... I, I really listen to games and stuff now, and I try to take them in as much as I can because not every game is going to be Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger has probably got one of my favorite soundtracks and favorite sound effects. If I hear, like, Ice Sword 2 in Chrono Trigger when you do that and Chrono thrusts his sword into that giant glacier that, that is surrounding the enemy, and you hear that kind of noise, and I'm just like, every time, since I was a little kid playing this for the first time, I'm just like, Yes! It's just satisfying, and that's that's what I kind of, like, if something sticks out a lot for me when it comes to music, music is the easy one, because, you know, if it's music, you can snap your head into it and catch it, but when the sounds, like the sound effects actually stick out to you, that's that's what I like, and you, you end up catching things like, uh, say, early Enix games, where they had... Um, a lot of the same sound effects, like from Act Razor, Act Razor Two, Soul Blazer, stuff like that. They had a lot of repetitive sounds. Like they used the same banks, basically. Even Illusion of Gaia, even though like the rest of the sound design was really far improved over the previous games that you mentioned, still had those same basic sound effects. Yeah, and that's and so that's just like a testament to how important sound actually is to the player's experience. People will complain about graphics. I don't care, you know, I, I get sick of hearing how ugly Final Fantasy VII is or how bad it's aged, but I think the thing that ages the best about most video games is the sound design, and that's one thing I really look forward to when I go back and play older games, is listening to the music and giving it a serious listen and actually kind of take in what I'm doing. It's almost like sitting down with a cigar and listening to a vinyl versus putting earbuds in and listening on your iPod. Well, think about, to speak of like Final Fantasy VII or really any RPG out there, think about the two different noises that they have to employ whenever you, e uh, whenever you equip or unequip something. In this case, I'm thinking materia. You can tell when things happen, and it, it may even just be two very slightly or subtly different effects, 
but it it burrows its way into your subconscious so that you can you know without watching know what you're doing just by listening to the beeps and the clicks and the counts on a menu screen or you know like i said if you're equipping or unequipping things it's it's really it's i don't say a lost art because they're still doing it well but the way they did it because of the necessity back in the retro days i it was great i love it and i i think it's a category that doesn't get enough uh love yeah and that's again one of those kind of things you take for granted and you have to almost go out of your way to under, to like appreciate it sometimes uh, but it's it's like listening to bass in a band. Nobody cares. You take it out. There's something missing. What is it? You know, for the average listener, people don't pay attention to it. But you have a good bassist and a good drummer. All of a sudden, you have one band versus another. It's it's completely different. Completely different feel. I think one thing that blows me away actually for sound effects is, well, we're still talking about Final Fantasy VII. The music is all you know. They they switched from normal MIDI style almost chip tunes to more orchestrated kind of CD quality audio. But the sound effects in that game were still a lot of bleep bloops and stuff like that. If you were listening to the music in the game, you get the chills, you know, you hear the prelude and you're like, Oh my God. Yes. And then you hear Genova's music and you're like, Oh, stuff's stuff's about to go down. But then if you listen to the actual, just random sound effects by themselves, it, it is barely different. It's barely a difference between that and like Super Nintendo. There's a lot of bleeps and bloops and noises that aren't far off from like a Mega Man game or Zelda game. Like there's you have the crashes of swords and stuff like that, but there's a lot of like you know just random yeah. static noises. And I never realized it. Yeah, I never realized it until <laughs> I was actually doing the Final Fantasy VI versus Seven episode, and I was trying to punch in some sound effects, and I realized these really don't sound that great on their own. and But you play them in the game, and you're just like, yeah. Like, I want to see I want to see Cloud do Braver as your first limit break, and I'm just like, that's still my favorite because it's just so simple and such, like, a crunch. So it, it just... I, I think for anybody who's listening, if you don't go out of your way to listen to the sounds in a game that you've played before, I mean, you can do it anytime you're playing anything, watching a movie even the same way, but... Take a moment to enjoy the sounds and see, like, if you want to be a critic of it and call it down to the dirt, fine. But see if you can enjoy it. Just imagine how it happened. Because it's kind of like watching a Foley artist make something for a movie scene. It's genius how things actually can evolve into a finished product when it comes to sound design. I'm going to use another example here, and this one's probably a lot less uh, relatable for most people. But it's stepping into a franchise that I am all too familiar with and all too ready to talk about. Blaster Master. Pew, pew, pew. I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with the original Blaster Master. Yeah, it's a great game. Everything about that game is spot on. But, I mean, when you go into subsequent entries, eh, quality varies quite a bit, depending. But eventually, for the Wii, they tried to reboot it. And this is where it gets obscure because a lot of people don't know about this one. It was only on the Wii shop, so it was only digital. But it was a pretty good reboot of the original game. It's called Blaster Master Overdrive. It strayed a little bit from the original just to sort of add a little bit more to the game. But when you get the ability to drive on the walls and the ceiling 
for whatever reason, they felt it was necessary. Your tires had spikes that were constantly grabbing at the wall. And so those are animated on your tires, as well as constantly making a noise if your vehicle is moving. And I don't know why they felt the need that this <laughs> kind of sound effect just needs to happen after a certain point in the game forever. But that's what they went with. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I remember enjoying the game. I don't remember the music. I don't remember the sound effects. I remember that sound effect, and I remember hating it. <laughs> I can believe it. <laughs> that sounds like the low health thing in Zelda games for me. That's what turns me away from Zelda games enough to that I don't like playing them half the time because it... Look, I'm always, always ready to die. <laughs> so, Yes, I know I'm dying. Shush. I'm well aware. I know we've talked about Punch-Out a lot lately, but think about how perfect the sound effects are for Punch-Out. That's yeah. true. That's very true. Uh, um, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and e- even like the uh, that duck where you like duck and go away, how it's like, you know, like it gives you that kind of punchy bass. It's, it's, I don't know, it's, it's perfect. I know we talk a lot about music and sound effects and all those things. Uh, I, I Just music. I'm really more focused on sound effects. If you go back to one of the earliest episodes that we did, I talked about the salvaging effects of sound for Bionic Commando. I love that game. I have so much nostalgia for the game. But if you take the soundtrack away and the, the sound effects, it's a much more mediocre game. But the noise of that game is part of what just hits with that, with that entire experience. Yeah, and I think it's really cool looking back at it. NES. Like, Super Nintendo is my thing. I'm a fanboy. I'm not going to deny it. 16-bit has always been my favorite. But, like, the sound has always been, like, that's the perfect point between you know digital and like actual sounds for me but N- nintendo games i really like the fact that you're using these digital noises like chip tunes is one thing instead of keyboards and music and stuff and an actual drum set but you know the sound effects like when you're swinging a whip in castlevania and it has that noise it's it's just a swish noise that you hear from like a synthesizer but at the same time you can still equate it with swinging a whip you can kind of get that stretch of the imagination where this is kind of realistic this is kind of realistic i get what they're doing and i think yeah it's metal chain rattling as he swings it yeah so it's really cool to see for me looking back at nintendo era like nes era games because the beeps and bloops of mega man no it's it's easier but like you know you can make a whole bunch of things for sci-fi sci-fi noises like blasters and lasers and guns going off but when you're doing different things like crunches and like thuds and random noises that you don't really take for take much notice of but when you take them away they're gone i think it's really cool to hear like a digital thud where it's like a kind of noise and you're like oh dude hit the floor or you know there's like a but you okay that's a a thing (laughs) filling up you know i'm not going to be the dude from police academy because Nobody's that skilled, all right? But uh, <laughs> you got to see where I'm going with this. <laughs> of course. Well, you know, to that point, especially with the 16-bit games, Mega Man X, for example, if you're going around collecting extra life, okay? Not not extra lives, not one-ups. But if you're trying to fill up your sub-tanks, there's a, a very small distinction between the, okay, I banked some life, and the, okay, the sub-tank is now full. Yeah. Like, those are two distinct different noises, 
and it's subtle, and I don't know when I first noticed it, but if you change that, I mean, who, who even thought of that? Like, you know what we should do to let the player know that the S-tank is or the sub-tank is full? Let's just change the noise slightly. And it's such a, a great little detail that I don't know how many people appreciate that kind of shit, but you should yeah. because it's brilliant and somebody thought about it. Somebody cared enough about you as a gamer to say we should do this for them, even if they never recognize it. And if you're listening to this, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I like that, though, because this is a very, very, very subtle thing, but at the same time, it saves you from taking the time to stop, to pause, to check L4 tanks, see if you filled it up, go. like So if you're in a hurry and you're trying to even speed, well, speed run especially, but you probably could be filling up at sub tanks and that. But if you're kind of just in a hurry and you want to fill things up, you don't have to check it. You know, it's these little quality of life things that yeah. otherwise it wouldn't be in there. But it, it's, I can't say game changing, but. It's one of those things that you'll see people do in ROM hacks because it's like, you know what would be cool if we did this? And when they're automating the game, it's great. It's the color in color TV. Yeah. Like, if you don't have color TV, people, when they had black and white TV, they didn't miss color TV. They didn't know about it. If we didn't have it in the games, the game would still be great. But we wouldn't miss it because we, we would have never thought of it. That's what I'm saying. Like, somebody had my back <laughs> when it came to that, that sound effect. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? So somewhere out there, little GP is 10 years old, and uh, he doesn't know he needs this, and he probably will never realize it, but here you go, kid. Someone knew enough that there's going to be a lot of kids that are screwing up and are going to need every bit of health they can, so, you know, that's, you know, it's a it's a good forethought. I like that. It's nice foresight or thought or foreshadowing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, sound design doesn't just mean, like, the sound effects of what you're doing. There's also information that can be conveyed through it very easily. And a lot of times, people don't think of that. Yeah, and that's making that shows how automatic it is, and I, I and that's why I guess people can take it for granted so much because of that. But exactly, you know, it's not just hearing the sounds and it being satisfying of a crunch or a realistic, or it's what it does, what it actually invokes in the player, and how it affects your your experience. Because that's the yeah. part of the design behind it, is not just making noises. Well, th think about, um, or compare and contrast, Sabin's blitzes versus Edgar's tools. You know, think about the word of the chainsaw from Final Fantasy VI versus the sound of the suplex. You know what I mean? Or even the bum rush, how cool that is with, like, the, the hits, the duke 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 but, like, kind of the... If anybody's listening to this episode, they're going to get such a kick out of just hearing all of us try to mimic these noises. <laughs> yeah. But there's almost like an alarm sound or like a wee wee to the, and it's so cool. And just whoever layers these things and builds these to the point that they're as iconic as they are is great. But I mean, you've, you've got just the sound effects can be as different and identifiable as the character traits themselves. You know, I, 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 I don't know how many different ways to say it. Even just focusing down on edgar's tools the drill and the chainsaw they have no functional reason for having different sound effects in battle but they do yeah yeah like you could have got away especially in that era you could have got away with having the same sound effect but either way it's just gonna be like a zzz for a drill or a for a chainsaw and yes i'm sticking with the sound effects now i'm, I'm gonna embrace <laughs> it but now that i'm thinking about it if you were to tell me they were the exact same sound effect and my brain came up with two different noises Kind of like how they say, uh, like, Fruit Loops are all the same color, but your brain fills <laughs> yes. in some different gaps because of the colors. 
Yeah, I don't know. I but it, it's interesting how it works. That that's a good I comparison. It. I like that actually. That's it kind of it's kind of mind blowing when you think about it sometimes. And that's that's why I say like you take it for granted and not necessarily in a bad way, but when it's a good game, it really just adds to that experience. And that's the cool thing. Like another I'm just trying to think of another thing where the sound effect is not so much just cool, but it also kind of adds to the animation that is going on in the game so it's basically tying up the sound with what you're seeing on the screen but in a way that adds more depth than it would have been there otherwise like the super metroid game when you're using the speed booster and you're running you see that blue trail of samus like shadow after images behind to show how fast you're supposed to be going it has that build-up noise to it you know and it it is one of those things that it's just makes you realize oh there's a there's a ramp up there's this kind of you know it's not steady you're slowly ramping up or very quickly ramping up to a you know super super speed that's awesome i wouldn't have thought of that one that's a good one symphony of the night oh symphony of the night has a good example of sound design gone wrong at a point not with the original the original pretty much nailed it yeah the acting was cheesy People get upset that the acting is bad in subsequent releases. And honestly, it's not really better than the original. It just doesn't lean into the cheese as hard. Right. It's not what people are nostalgic for. However, my issue with the... uh, I want to say it was probably the PSP era and onward. Not the acting, but for some reason, they added an echo to all the lines, right? Yeah, there's that reverb effect. Yeah, which on paper sounds like a good idea. It sounds cool. Yeah. Until you hear them interacting with each other, Alucard and Maria talking back and forth with that echo, at the end of each of their dialogues, the echo gets cut. Yeah. And it's it's very noticeable. Yeah, and that's the that defeats the purpose of it because reverb, especially when you're doing sound in from like vocals in a song or in a movie, when you have reverb, it's kind of gives it more warmth that makes it less harsh so when you actually cut out that echo at the end like that then it defeats the purpose it's just like well why why'd you have it in there anyways yeah it it was jarring and it breaks your immersion really bad and immersion is key when you're playing a video game or watching a movie or listening to music (laughs) or trying not to shit your pants on your first date i mean never mind okay um (laughs) do you guys do you guys have a um a sound effect. There's a couple different things I thought about when we were talking about this. Do you guys have a singular sound effect that you think is the single greatest sound effect of all video gamedom? Mm, that's a good question, man. Uh, I do. I absolutely have a favorite. I have. I want to wait and see if you guys have come up with something, and then we'll see if we come up with the same ones. But yeah, all right. What's yours? I want to hear what's yours. Okay, so mine comes from the Master System game Zillion. By all accounts, the game is. Not amazing. It's decent, but it's not the best game out there. But for me, the music elevates it, and so does the sound. So do the sound effects. And there's one super satisfying sound when you open a door. And <laughs> as a kid, I gave a lot of the sound effects in this game words to go or or sounds that I could make with my mouth. And I did that with a lot of games, like going down the pipe in Mario Brothers was kibe kibe kibe. <laughs> I was too. Give me a break. Oh yeah, but you got this. 
The fact that you remember but, earlier too, it still scares me. But anyways. For this one, you open a door and it sound it's it still sounds like this to uh to me to this day. It sounds like it's going, You had wow. <laughs> <laughs> you need to make that a tr- like the transition. Whenever you go back to streaming, whenever you go between scenes, you need to make the do it wow. <laughs> you had wow. <laughs> it's killing me. That's the thing. Like, go read a comic, even if you're not a comic fan, and try to read the uh, the onomatopoeia that they come up with. Yeah. Some of them are really, really inventive. I gotta say, and <laughs> I gotta say, this is one that stands out from an Archie comic that I remember reading when I was probably seven. And for some reason, it made me crack up laughing, and it still makes me laugh. Is <laughs> when Archie got splashed in the face with a with a garden hose, and the sound effect said. Splut. S P L U T. Oh, splut. 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 And I thought that was the funniest thing I've ever seen in any Archie comic ever <laughs> was the fact that it just said splut. I was, hope- I was hoping for more like solidarity and laughter, but I guess I'm just the only one giggling at it. <laughs> it's too late. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Splut. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna use it. Yeah. That's, that's how I end all of my laughter now. <laughs> Split. Split. Um, no, okay. I think the greatest single sound effect of all video games is Mega Man X when he charges his Buster. I'm not gonna try to mimic it. If you've played it, you know it. I have. I have in my own time over this last thirty some odd years, or however since Mega Man X has come out. I have taken that sound effect and incorporated it into what I have always thought would be impactful moments in music. <laughs> so I'll take a song and I will add it in certain parts to like kick it to that next level. I won't talk about which music here uh, due to DMCA things. But if, uh, <laughs> if anybody has any curiosity, you can always DM me uh, or find me on Discord and ask me what songs. And I will tell you the song and the, the second marker of the song so you can do it yourself and you know thank me later. But yeah, I, I think if you do that, even just to hear it without music, it is so insanely satisfying. You can hear it, and even without any visuals, you basically kind of have the idea behind what that sound is. Um, and it's just, it's it's a great kind of powering up sound effect, and it's so great. I wish they would do that with computers instead of Windows, you know, kicking on and going do-do-do-do, whatever. They should just have the Mega Man X buster charge. Did you just <laughs> Thank use, you. Did no you further questions, Your Honor. Did you just use the Zelda pickup? Treasure, yeah, treasure pickup thing for your Windows noise. No, that was gonna be that was gonna be my Windows noise. I'm just tone deaf. You got a thing. You got a. The thing. only video game music that I can properly sing is the pause music to Battletoads because it's just beatboxing. <laughs> there you go. Which, by the way, another category of discussion I thought of for tonight was games that had no business having as good a soundtracks as they did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Battletoads pause music was one of my top three, <laughs> yeah. but I'll bring that up. Le- I'll bring that up later. Um, Paul, did you have a favorite sound effect? You know, I got to say that one of the most other icon- than Splut. Splut, yeah. No, that, that's not in a video game though. That was a comic. So, um, I, I'm gonna go with the, the Mario coin, man, because it's just iconic. You hear that, and people who don't play video games know what it is, and it, it's just one of those things. Like I use it for. A ringtone, like for or not a ringtone, but like a text tone. Mm-hmm. So whenever somebody messages me or I get an email or something, it usually goes off, and 
I hear that. And I'll be minding my own business and get a text or something in a store. And then there'll always be like somebody that's either 10 years older than me or 10 years younger than me. And I always say, I'll hear, was that your phone? That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I, for a long time, used the codec noise whenever Solid Snake would get a a codec message. Yeah, that little chirp noise, Yeah, uh, which, of course, is a great tone as well. Yeah, well, because that's essentially what a text message is. <laughs> Metal Gear. Right. Yeah. Foxhole. <laughs> that's pretty like good. The foxhole. <laughs> the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, my God. Two years I, ago. I want to bang you. Sorry. That was just Metal Gear Awesome. That time. <laughs> Metal Gear Awesome. You, have you not seen So that? we all have our own David Hayter impressions. <laughs> we, we should do that. That should be its own episode. I'm, I'm not very good at it, but. No, me either. Of course not. But <laughs> it makes it even better. It's like Cartman. Everybody has their own impression, but none of them are any good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah kick ass. Yeah. It's like, what's his name in basketball when he's trying to use him and he uses the Cartman voice to taunt, to taunt somebody? But no, that, that, but that's not an, an impression. That's the actual voice. That's the guy who does it. <laughs> Shh. Are you going to write Trey Parker and Matt Stone and be like, your guys' Cartman impression sucks? Yeah. <laughs> I'll back you on that if you want me to sign the letter. I won't agree with it, but it's yeah, that just, is a okay. historically significant event if you do that. And you, I will. You guys, uh, I think if we did that, they'd probably be like, "Dude, somebody told us our Cartman sucks." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get famous on Twitter. Oh God! <laughs> That's the new trending category: stupid criticisms. It's like the singer from Foo Fighters looks almost like the drummer from Nirvana. I can Wait, see what? it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so let's. Can we do that? Do you guys have like any? If I give you a short list of games who had soundtracks that had no reason to be as good as they are, like I, I guess what I mean is Mega Man and platformers, s- stuff like that. Those kind of have to have good soundtracks because you got to have something for your character to run to. But if I were to say Excite Bike, the soundtrack to Excite Bike had no reason to be good. But those songs fucking slap, and they slap <laughs> fucking hard. Um, the reason I thought of that, my daughter was playing some Roblox game, and some server in Roblox, and there was a song that came on, and I'm like, I know that song, it's one of the retro, and I couldn't think of what game it was from, and then like three in the morning, I sat bed, and I'm like, it was fucking from Excite Bike, and I could not get that song out of my head for three days, and I loved every second of it. Uh... I don't remember songs in Excite Bike except for that, you know, title track slash you finished a race sound. That, no, okay, well, yeah. 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 That's the only song. Other than that, you just get. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that was that was what I was going to say. That's what I remember is the, the overdrive yeah. redlining of your bike. No, there's some great stuff. So that's the bottom of the list of, of my top three. The second, of course, the pause music from Battletoads. But my top, like, it had no reason to be this good, but they delivered and they didn't need to, and I'm grateful. Uh, Super Tech Mobile for the NES. It has songs. It has great, oddly complex emotional songs for a football game. And, of course, the, the sound effects, the foliness of it, as you were saying, is great and is 10 out of 10. But the music has no business being as good as it is for a football game on the NES. Yeah, especially when I think sports games, I think of like hockey, because that's a Canadian thing. You might have heard of it before. 
it's on it's on they do ice skates instead of like running on foot but uh, that's adorable yeah, they, they just they just blast like 30 seconds of like a Bon Jovi song <laughs> or Queen's <laughs> We Will Rock You and then they go on to the next play. <laughs> and, and then it's just a bunch of that like non-ending and it never ends. Yeah, the charge. But anyway, those those three, I think, I, I don't know. I just, when we talk about sounds and music and video games, I'm captivated and I will spend any amount of time you guys ever want to use talking about this stuff. So I'm sorry if I kind of took over at the end there. With my loud opinions and nonsense. Yeah, how dare you have opinions and nonsense? I've only got one game for that category right now, and it's Super Dodgeball. <laughs> yes! The soundtrack to that game is, oh my god. Now I want to play it, because it's not ringing a bell, so. What? I Every song in that game is a banger, even the ones that aren't as good. <laughs> You've been around GP a long time now. <laughs> He's the only person I ever heard say that until now. <laughs> what about what? bangers? Yeah. Nah, I, I use it's the word common, Yeah, it's it's part of the lexicon. Okay. Plus, my brother says it a lot. <laughs> I think one, the only one that's standing out for me is, like, it's a game that I like, but at the same time, most people hate it. <laughs> but the sound effects and the music for Toe Jam and Earl Panic on Funkatron. <laughs> it's of course. so satisfying. Oh, yeah, the music. Yeah. And that's like the best part of that game. Yeah. And, but like the music is like, I just love it. I'm not a big funk guy, but like they, they nailed it. But the fact that like, cool, all right, cool, cool. It like one yeah. of those things, the boom, shock, a clap. Yeah. That's just like, oh, yeah. It's just the sound. Hyper funk zone. <laughs> 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 Special thanks for music go to Arthur the Ancient found on SoundCloud or The Last Ancient on YouTube. For more episodes, please visit our website, pressb2cancel.com. As well, feel free to like or subscribe at Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else you'd like to listen to your favorite shows. As always, thank you. This has been... Thank you.